Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrew D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody, and welcome to Dungeons & Drams. It's been a couple of weeks. I um, want to say hi to everybody here in the, uh, the room. And um, let's start off tonight with Clifton. What are you drinking tonight? Hello. Uh, well, I'm probably doing a faux pas by not practicing for Matt Madness because I'm competing mm -hmm. this week. Um, but <laughs> I'm just drinking uh, Jameson Castmates. This is the stout edition. Ooh, um, I love this. Stout. I always have this on hand like for, for cocktails. I'm drinking a cocktail, but I might pour it neat in, in a bit soon. But I might grab something a little bit later to, to train a bit mm -hmm. more. But that's that's what I'm doing right now. I like that one. What's the cocktail? Um, just Okay, I say cocktail. Mixed drink. Say, I think I had last week just ginger, Jameson ginger ale. <laughs> Oh, okay. Nothing wrong with that. Classic. No. Classic, yeah. yep. Nice. Uh let's see. Why, why don't we you know, I always pick on people. Why don't we just keep it rolling? Who who'd like to go next? <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to figure out how to do this a little bit smoother in the future. Right. Well, speaking yes. of cocktails, hey, someone else has a cocktail tonight. Ah. I'm having a legit cocktail. Ooh, look at that, fancy. <laughs> I went all out to have a pina colada because we're about to get hit by a winter storm so I'm trying to pretend it's not happening <laughs> I like that that's a good tactic I like, I like that <laughs> and funnily enough and we didn't coordinate this at all I also have a cocktail tonight what? Okay. yeah yeah. What that's is that? serendipitous this is it's basically just gin and juice but I dressed it up a little bit nice uh, so barrel aged gin a uh, little bit of strawberry lemonade, and then a uh, dash of Drambouille, dash of Gloucester liqueur, which is like a fruit schnapps. Fruit so, wow. nice. you really, yeah, Man, you I'm really messed it up. Freaking cocktails like Snoop Dogg, love it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't hear gin, gin and juice, or gin and tonic, like anything gin. I just immediately get the song in my head. It's you like the third time it's happened today too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, I got, I got caught up in the SMWS live stream earlier, and. Uh, they were going through some really cool bottles, so I broke out. Um, this is an 18-year-old Campbelltown uh, mm. finish in X bourbon and rum. So okay, nice. It's a it's an 18-year-old uh, Campbelltown, and it's freaking delicious. So <laughs> I bet I never use uh, the word delicious slightly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see who we have. Uh, so actually, is that everybody but me? I think Molly. Uh, Molly. Uh, I try not to call on Molly because oh, every man. every week she's just like I'm drinking water. <laughs> I don't want to make her feel. You know, some people might be interested in the non-alcoholic choices that are out there in case they're trying to get hydrated. Do you have um, a, a, a uh, interesting non-alcoholic hydrating choice? I do actually. Thank you for asking. I have a cup of chai tea. Ooh. I've also got some zero sugar Powerade, and because I need a trifecta of drinks on my desk, I've got some water. That's a lot of oh, beverage. I'm <laughs> she had the magical seltzer last time. That was yeah. really cool. Did. We all complimented it. So come on, man. That's, that's cool. true. I guess I, that's that's my yeah. mistake. Yes. <laughs> um. Cool. And actually, Clifton, I didn't really know what I wanted to drink because I just didn't uh, take the time. So I was going to grab the Jameson um, stout that you're drinking. But then I saw the black barrel right behind it. And I'd much rather oh, have I this. I just killed a bottle. So. Yeah, I killed a bottle of that like last week. I, I, I can go back and forth. I like both of them mm -hmm. pretty equally yeah i i wasn't a huge fan of really any of the the like the ipa or the stout i like the stout more than the ipa but i wasn't yeah, ipa is like nah <laughs> i don't like that one. <laughs> nice i was pleasantly uh, surprised by the ipa and i'm not a big ipa guy but i kind of dug it 
Okay. Uh, I, I, I assumed it was because I don't like IPAs. That's why I didn't mm. like it. But, you know, I, I just think the stout gives a lot more body and character. And I, like, I like having that bit of like heftiness to it. Yeah, so I do fair. like IPAs and I didn't like that one, <laughs> but maybe that has something to do with it too. Maybe it didn't, didn't hold up to the, uh, to the promise, I guess. There's some hop infused whiskey. If you really want to try that, I've, I've, I've tried hmm. some on my channel and it's, it's not, not great. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't really feel like that would go well together. Well, there, there are some expensive ones. I just had a cheap one. It was like, it was like a Halloween hmm. special, like edition whiskey, but there's like a really expensive one. I forget the name, but like they're pretty popular. Okay. Like, Copper and Kings has a beer ski, hmm. like a hopped whiskey oh. beer thing. I know they have it. Although I got one for my old man and he hated it. So <laughs> <laughs> Nice. All right, uh, I want to take a quick pause saying thank you to all of our patrons, uh, Mike Cullerton, Adriana, EJ, James, Steve A, Tony Two Toes, Gavin, and David. So thank you guys all for supporting the channel. If anybody's interested, uh, check out the description below to find a link over there. You get behind the scenes stuff. And we were actually just talking uh, a couple minutes ago about potentially just doing kind of like a Patreon or patron only stream where we kind of hang out and drink and chat. Um, and we'd love to have you guys join that. So consider joining um, fairly low barrier to entry, but something else that was very exciting that I wanted to bring up is at the end of last session, I, every single time this has happened, I forgot to bring it up on stream. You guys all leveled up to level seven. Um, so I'm not going to put anybody on the spot here because sometimes it's kind of fun to keep things to yourself, but if anybody would like to, uh, say anything that their character is now capable of doing. And if uh, you get some bonus points, if you can find a way to uh, role play why you're now able to do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just idea. curious if anybody got something cool because I didn't. <laughs> well, if you up the ante here, instead of bonus points, maybe you should give someone an extra uh, risky whiskey if they okay. are able to. Oh, I like that. Sure. All right, how about this? First person to to give me something good gets an extra risky whiskey. Who's brave? And I'm, trying um, to think well, I'm trying to think what I even gave my guy. <laughs> I've got one, I've got one that I kind of like to, to picture. Go for it. It's called the bait and switch. Okay. And so I get to basically swap places with anyone next to me. And I like to think I do it like Matador style or like uh, <laughs> Meta Knight in Smash Bros where he swirls his cape up. And then disappears and then pops <laughs> over to the side like wah Matador. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Matador. Matador. <laughs> All right, Ed, you you uh you've got yourself an extra inspiration. Uh anybody else? Again, I'll not putting it. Or, or, I was gonna say, um, there may be a new darkest person in town after, after my spell. So. I like it. <laughs> cool. I uh, I I did. I, I believe I picked a sleep enchantment. Mm -hmm. It's called uh, just called sleep. It it just you know I just kind of snap my fingers, and because I'm so dark, I fucking like put them to sleep, and I just want to go to bed. So. <laughs> like Sandman <laughs> walking around. Yeah, like like the Sandman. Like all of a sudden, like Alessio's like sand comes out of sand. He's like sleep. <laughs> Nice. Now, something that the uh, people at home will notice, I'm, I'm sharing now the screen that shows our, our virtual tabletop. Um, I have added a little little fun thing to Alessio's character, because um, you might remember at the end of last episode or about you know during the fight, something happened to Alessio where suddenly he is now glowing yellow. Um, 
Now, I, I thought I would explain this particular enchantment uh, just a little bit more so that you guys can have this in mind while playing the game. It is basically your skin, but more so about a quarter of an inch away from your skin is just this yellow hue, kind of like an aura. So this is something that could potentially be covered, but it would have to be something that covered your body by more than, say, a quarter to a half an inch. Um, so like, let's say you're inside of a tent. Your tent is not going to be glowing yellow. But if you're wearing your clothes, you are still going to be glowing yellow. Um, I've kind of deemed this to be something that is easily visible within 30 feet. And if you are trying to stealth um, in a way that people would see you within, let's say, 50 to 100 feet, you're going to have disadvantage on that stealth roll. Um, and you glow yellow. Mm. <laughs> like so, glow and yellow. I, if I remember correctly, I believe you you rolled. Uh, it was going to be for ten full days, actually. So this is quite a while. <laughs> but yeah, you know, ten, it was yeah, a really bad roll. I think be, I think you rolled two d sixes and rolled a ten. <laughs> yeah, ten days. I'm going to be looking like a lizard, big bird to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks for your jaundice. <laughs> oh, I was right. <laughs> get us all caught. <laughs> I know anything. And, What's what sucks is like his main shit is being stealthy and that's completely sure out is. the window. <laughs> yeah, so that was a uh, Mr. Burns when he when he has the he looks like an alien. He comes wandering out of the woods glowing key. bright. <laughs> He's bringing love, get him. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know that you know that meme of Homer Simpson like backing up into the into the, into the bushes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be a lesson the whole time. Is it yellow? <laughs> awesome all right so if you guys are ready uh let's get into the game here um so we'll do a quick recap because it's been a couple of weeks since we played so when last we saw our heroes they were in mortal combat with a giant umber hulk and a group of troglodytes the umber hulk used its gaze to confuse and mesmerize the party causing errant attacks against friends random wandering around in a stupor and in one case causing daffy to fall off a cliff through some jagged rocks and into the water below taking her to another area of the cave system the group pushed the creature into fire alessio after casting his booming blade attack was enveloped in magic briefly and began glowing a bright yellow staying focused the group continued their attack the umber hulk was whipped shot with arrows and eldritch blasts and while attempting to escape alessio plunged his rapier right up the creature's pooper rupturing its vital organs and causing near instant death Alessio's yellow glow was not dampered by the torrent of blood and other vital fluids coming from the creature's backside, but regardless, the group arose victorious, looted the body of its carapace, found the mechanism to open the door, and headed outside into the moonlit night. So, I'm gonna bring us over here. How, how could we forget that it went right up the pooper? <laughs> right in the pooper. All right. So I'm going to pause here just so nobody moves around. So we rejoin our adventurers outside of the mist scale lair as they emerge back into the bush of Jilriel. It's approximately 3 a.m. and you're feeling exhausted. You'll need to sleep pretty soon or start suffering the effects of exhaustion. About 50 feet away, you see a group of three green tents. The flaps on the tents are closed. Several pairs of boots surround a fire that is not much more than coals at this point. And Alessio's yellow shimmering uh, is threatening to reveal your location in the darkness of the jungle. Whether there's anyone awake to see it, that's a question you guys are going to have to ask yourselves. Now, we don't have okay. any of our cloaks or clothes or anything. Those all turned into, like, lizard skin. Not... So, people. if you had something in particular that you'd like to use... So, you... 
basically your regular clothes are kind of, it's kind of like a polymorph. Like anything that you were wearing is now part of you. But if there was something that you had, like a cloak, for example, I would let you use that. That would be fine. I just think of something we can cover up the lightning bug over here with. So he <laughs> give us away. Lightning bug. Uh, so these, so there's just a camp of potentially just sleeping people. Correct. Yeah, potentially. I mean, one could assume. So the 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 camp itself, there is a, a fire there, but it's low, if not just embers. But it's mostly like a, a glow. Can we tell how many boots are around the tents? Roll a perception check. Uh, 18. Right. So you see four, uh, sorry, you see three distinct pairs of boots, um, kind of outside of three separate tents. And with an 18, you do notice that there is somebody sitting near the fire. You can't quite make out much about this person, um, but there's definitely a humanoid figure sitting near the fire. So five of us and then four of them. We could take them. Well, there's five of you. So do y'all want to do y'all want to interact or do you want to try and? Yeah, we should probably talk to before killing them, right? Yeah, I, I was you. thinking we could just see if we can like get in the tree line and just listen in. Maybe. Or should we hide our friend, like like our glowing friend? Should he like stay back? That's probably a good idea. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So at this point, you start hearing the the sound of the door behind you. Big sliding stone door starting to close behind you. Oh boy. Well, actually, sorry, let me backtrack a little bit. Because this was done as part of uh, the, the lizard folk hand that you guys had severed to shove into the mechanism. It held the door open for a little while. But maybe it fell out, maybe it slid out, maybe there's a timer. You're not sure. But at this point, the sliding stone door is closing behind you. Well, maybe like we should get into the kind of behind some trees or something over here. I'm going to move okay. up behind this fallen log. All right. Okay, so I've got, I have pass without a trace that I could try casting. Uh, uh, so tell, tell me about that. That Does it have a somatic, um, sorry, does it have a vocal component? So if you look at the spell, it'll have SVM potentially or some version of that. Uh, yeah, it says VSM. Okay, so in order to cast that, you'll have to speak. So, um, basically that says what you need in order to do it. You have to do somatic, which means moving your hands or something like that. Vocal, which is saying a word. And then material, which usually is a negligible uh, component. Um, I only care, and this is something actually you guys haven't really gotten too much into the magic. If there is a cost associated with any of your magical materials for a spell, those are things I care about. Everything else, I'm just going to assume that whenever you're in a town or wherever you're wherever, you're picking up things to... I don't care that you have, like, a charred piece of bark, you know? Although it'd be cool if you work that into your, your role-playing. I'm not going to hold you to those. What about an eyelash encased in gum? Arabic? Yeah. Arabic, whatever. Like, what, what, what is that? Absolutely. You took some sap off of a tree and you, you stuck one of your own eyelashes in it, you know? <laughs> I think that's what that is. <laughs> so, um, but if it costs money, then you have to have that item specifically. Uh, so, if you want to try to cast that, you will have to speak, and that's something that might matter. So, if I speak, do I need to roll like a stealth roll or something to see if you guys will likely have to roll stealth pretty soon anyway? <laughs> Especially if you're trying to sneak yeah. over to the trees. Okay. So, you know, 
Up to you. I mean, I have invisibility, but like, I don't know if I should. Like, do we really? Can we just like creep around? I, I hate to waste a spell on something simple like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey guys. I think I think we're overthinking it. Let's just freaking walk over there. You stay back. All right, let's go say hi. I'm, I gotta stay back because I'm freaking. I'm like a stoplight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you you hear a uh, you hear a voice come from the camp. It says, "A person could assume a lot about a group who sneak through the night without announcing themselves." Shit. They know we're here. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Anomio, <laughs> since you're kind of the closest, I'll, I'll tell you. But you know, at this point, she knows you're there. I are you guys yeah. going to approach the the camp, or are you? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll pop now. out into the middle. I'll I'll just step out from behind my rotting log and be like, "Hey, hello! Do not be alarmed <laughs> by my appearance. For you see, I am not actually a lizard person, but a no. It's a long story. Don't worry about it. We're just we're just passing through. <laughs> okay." Uh, so you see a rather large Goliath woman sitting by the fire. Her skin appears beige, and the low fire is illuminating a tapestry of tattoos across her body, face, and hands. She has a slightly crooked nose, perhaps from being broken before, and leaning next to her is a massive weapon. It's far from refined, being only roughly he- a roughly hewn tree branch ringed with crudely banded iron. To even lift something like that would take immense strength. And she says, uh, the yellow one is like a beacon in the night. If you're going to glow, at least do it by the fire. Okay, I'm kind of cold anyway. I'll come over there. (laughs) Thank you for the invitation. She she turns around and she kind of slaps the canvas of the tent behind her. And she says, Indy, Shorty, wake up. We have company. And uh, out from the tent behind her. rolls her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna are you, so Daffy and Nobilis are you guys staying back on purpose no okay so she slaps she slaps the tent behind her and she says she says Indy shorty uh, get up and uh, we have visitors so out of the tent behind her comes a a short muscly bearded gnome he comes out of the tent although he's shirtless he, he apparently took time to put on a brown fedora and he holds a whip in his hand he says, Shayla, or sorry, he says, Shayla, what's going on? Is this a good visit or a bad visit? And Shayla says, I haven't figured that one out yet. And he walks up to you and he says, welcome to our camp. Uh, to what do we owe the midnight pleasure? Well, greetings, sir. I see you are a man of the weep. I, uh, I too am fond of weepery. <laughs> yeah. We are here. Uh, we we just came out of those ruins, you see. Ah, you have a very strange voice for a for a lizard. Uh, yes, you see, I am really wearing a lizard suit. Uh, you may have heard of me, the great Noro. Noro, Noro. Hmm. <laughs> the the savior of Hobbleton. Oh, uh, the, uh, Hobble, Hobblehaven? Yeah, Hobblehaven. Yes, yeah. No, 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 uh, Hobbleton. It's, it, I, Hobble. I wasn't the savior of Hobblehaven. It was, that's too big. I'm, I was a little small time. Small uh, time. I, I haven't yeah, been just in one Hob- neighborhood. Just one neighborhood. I haven't been in Hobblehaven or Hobbleton for about 20 years. So, um, uh, hey, hey, Shorty, uh, get out here. So the tent to the south, um, 
emerges a blue-skinned sea elf. And uh, he's tall, he's slender, and he's got a wavy long ponytail, and he's wearing all brown leathers. And uh, he, he kind of walks out, and the, the gnome introduces him. He says, this is my friend Short Drowned. He's a, he's a sea elf. He's uh, kind of hanging out with us. And this big creature over here, this is uh, Shayla LaBeouf. Uh, she's our, our muscle here. And I am the world famous Indiana Gnomes. <laughs> and uh, if, uh, hey, Indiana Gnomes? Indiana, Indiana Gnomes. Yes, have, you've heard of me, I'm sure. Of course. Who has not heard of the great Indiana Gnomes down, down in the slums of Hobblehead? Well, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> Colin scoffs loudly and is like, "World famous is a bit much, don't you think, Indy?" <laughs> oh, absolutely not. This is exactly how much it should be. And uh, hey, Willie, Willie, get out here! And out of the other tent comes a very sleepy-looking uh, human female carrying a lute, and uh, she introduces herself. She says. Oh, hey there. I'm I'm Willie Capshaw. How you doing? Nice nice to meet you, I, I guess. And she looks over Indy, uh, Indiana, and she's like confusedly like, what, what's happening here? And he says, uh, why, why don't you all take a seat and uh, tell us what you're doing here in my camp in the middle of the night? <laughs> we all sit down. I'm down. I would, I would grab a seat. Why not? Are they at least going to give us a drink or something? Oh, drinks, drinks. Uh, um, why, what do you like to drink? I, I'm not sure what lizards drink. Do you want like fly juice or what? 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 What do you drink? Oh, they don't have the good stuff. Fine, <laughs> fly juice. Well, I don't have any fly juice. I was just more of a joke. I, I <laughs> we have we have beer and we have whiskey and uh, oh, Shayla over here has some <laughs> fermented milk that's been uh. This kind of smells bad. She likes it. It's strong, I guess. I'm not sure. Save your milk, Shayla. I'll take whiskey. All right. So they uh, they pass some of the beverages around to whomever would like them. And uh, what are you telling them? Where's, which distillery is this from? <laughs> is this We're tickle up. juice, guys? Come on. It's actually it's from the um, the Glendrick. Glendragonic Distillery, um, over <laughs> to the to the east there near the near the ocean, where all the uh, the Dragonborns they make a good whiskey. Cheers to that! Everybody always mispronounces it. <laughs> so, Indiana, have you do you know anything about the gnomes that used to be in this area and the fog that is now present? Well, uh, a while ago, I was investigating the gnomes, but then this, this, let's just say a friend of mine, uh, we were over in the Titanic chasms, and I had this dagger that was supposed to be a key to the Temple of Alcarn over a little bit to the west, and I bunkered down for the night, and she stole the key from me. So I was out here trying to, trying to figure something out, trying to pick up a, a lead of of what's going on with the with the gnomes but i i'm mostly he i'm heading over to helixia right now trying to just kind of circumvent the whole situation i hear that there's a dragon there and where there's a dragon there's a dragon horde so i figure there's treasure why not try to take it for ourselves so 
So Indiana, that's the way you're telling the story. That I stole it when you know full well you came into my camp trying to steal it after I'd gone into the chasm and gotten it from that pit. Alaska's I don't know what like, you're talking about. Damn. Oh, <laughs> I'm having fun knowing that I'm a lizard and you don't recognize me. <laughs> well, um... Hold on. Would anybody know that but Talon? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Let's let's think about that for a minute. So when you typically go adventuring, are you alone or do you bring a team with you? And you tell me, would anybody have been aware? I, I mean, so actually, I'll even back up further. So of this group, who you recognize, Talon, is Indiana, and you recognize Short Drowned. Um, you do not recognize Shayla LaBeouf or Willie Capshaw. I had a lot of fun with yes. those names. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Yeah. Um, short drowned. Short drowned. <laughs> um, anyway, so you tell me, what was your situation when you last saw Indy? So, Talon normally, it's just her and Booker. Uh, she doesn't mm -hmm. normally team up with anybody. So, my hint here is more that Talon knows what actually went down. And of course, mm -hmm. Indiana would be like going around telling the story in a way that makes it look like, oh, it was stolen from him. Mm -hmm. And he did all the work when. So only Talon would know that he was actually the one who stole it. Okay, perfect. So as far as that goes, then he is. Uh... Ooh. All right. Uh, so. Indy, um, despite the bushy beard and the fact that most of his head is covered in in the fedora, you can still see his his uh, cheeks turning just a little bit red. You've absolutely caught him in a lie. And uh, he says, well, that that dagger, it belongs in a museum. It did not belong to you. <laughs> and the fact that. <laughs> You're you're might uh wait did, sorry did you say that you you took it from him right and he's saying that he that you took it no right. he tried to come and steal it he from tried me. to take so it I from had you. gone and okay. gotten it he tried to get it from me got it did not succeed and I escaped the Titanic chasm with the got fire, it all right fireblade yeah he, uh, he he follows that up with I had to pay every one of those people double and we had to stay down there just to find the treasure to actually pay them and I was stuck there for uh, over a month because of you so. First off, what the hell happened to your skin? I mean, you don't... <laughs> like, can we just not gloss over that? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, like, it are there... really fun looking down at you from this angle for once, so... <laughs> <laughs> like, he's still shirtless and, like, he's he's wearing these little white, white pants, <laughs> little white shorts. He's basically, you know, medieval tidy whitey. so he's, uh... But he, he has no, no shame of that. Um... He looks around at the rest of you guys and and he says, "Are are the rest of you lizards too, or is everybody here just like playing a game? What? Tell me what's happening here. You're in our camp. Tell us what's happening." Uh, we were made into lizards in order to avenge our fallen gnomish brothers. My gnomish brother. I'm actually a lot yeah. more handsome than this in real life. Ah, well, I I, I don't <laughs> normally look like a glowing banana. Just so you know. <laughs> I certainly hope not. <laughs> Indy, Indy, we use that blade for what it was, for its actual purpose, not sitting around in a museum, but to find the answers on what happened to the Alcarn gnomes. 
And yeah. in doing so, we got turned into lizard folk so that we could sneak in and figure out what's causing this fog. That's why we're here. Yeah. Well, maybe it's better I didn't keep that uh, dagger then. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, what did you learn in the temple? We learned Lizards that the lizard cross. folk... Did you I... learned what? Oh. I think you broke cool. up a little. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we learned that the lizard folk have worked with someone to release this fog, and this fog is what's attacked and, and slowly destroyed the gnomes, along with the lizard folk. Also weakening them, making them susceptible to the lizard folk. Ah, okay. So you, you already know about the, the, the fog. Okay, I was going to tell you about that. Um, I mean, <laughs> bygones be bygones, right? The, the fog is really, really bad. You don't want to go near that fog. It's, if you are exposed to it... You know where the source is? I do. It's it's from the Black Dragon. We actually, we were up over the, we're actually really close to the Ziggurat, to Halixia. It's up over the ridge over there. In the morning, if you want, we can go up there together. I'll show you. But the dragon is actually emitting all of this, all of this poison gas. And it causes blindness. Um, temporary for a few days. But it's it's really, really painful. Uh, we used to have a fifth member of our team as well. Um, we ended up having a, to drop them off with a local priest, and it was just it was bad times. So don't go near the fog. But if you have a way to avoid disease or poisons, that could help. Um, he actually, at this point, he's kind of more getting into, like, you guys, whatever is between you, he's getting into the idea of going into this uh, this next area, the, the next uh, city. And he pulls out a map that he has of Halixia. Um, so he, he like pulls out this map. I like needed a break. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. So I could do that all night. I could do it all night. I think people's ears need a break. So <laughs> anyway, um, so he pulls out the, the map of Halixia and he, he starts drawing on the map here. And he shows you, he says... Look, I'm sorry. He says, uh, look, if you're going to get into Halixia, the whole place is flooded with UNT. There are these people. They're basically half snake, half person. Uh, there's really, really, really strong people there. You don't want to fight them all if that's what you're doing here. What you want to do is I wouldn't suggest going in the front door. If you can, you want to try to sneak over the, the wall here into the market area. But if you're going to do that, you're going to meet a whole lot of people. You need some way to be hidden from them. So keep that in mind. Another option would be if you decide to go through the front door, again, need a disguise or some reason to go in there. Um, something that they do is they trade in people for sacrifices. So if you have a way to maybe somebody that you could sacrifice or pretend, either way, that might get you the front, through the front doors. However, if you're able to get in, what you're going to want to do is get up to the ziggurat. And there's a secret passage that I'll tell you about, but it's going to cost you. What oh, kind of... Uh, I, knew it. Hmm? I knew everything with you had a price. You always <laughs> provide solid info, but it always comes at a price. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, I've got to pay Shayla here so she doesn't just squish my head. And uh, Shayla actually stands up and she says, Indy, I'm not doing this for you. I need to 
I need to be able to free my people before they become sacrifices. So she, she looks over at you guys and she says, if you're going in there and you have a way to break anybody out of those cages, if you target the Goliaths, I will owe you a debt and I'll be sure to pay it. Well, you mentioned, you mentioned in the morning, I, I think we need a good night's rest before this. I mean, is there any room in, well, if novelists would like to walk up to short drown. They'd be like, is there any room, you know, in your, in your tent to, to host us? Wow. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, make a make a persuasion check. Somebody's feeling forward. You know, yeah, make a persuasion check. Let's do it. Twelve. It's like a it's like a, a parking 12. ride over here. What's happening? So short short drowned. Uh, he says, "Absolutely, there's some space inside of my tent if you'd like to sleep here, but just keep your tail to yourself." <laughs> Wait till you see my large black rod. <laughs> uh, he he looks at you. He, he, he looks at you and he says, "Odd that it would be black given your purple skills." <laughs> no comment. I'm just gonna walk into the tent. I have a, I have a quick question. How sure. is the? Are there any breaks that the black dragon emits his gas, or is it constant? Uh, who are you asking? I'm asking a little guy. That guy. What's his name? Um, Indy. Indiana Gnome. Uh, is it oh. Indiana or Short Round with the voice? Well, so the Short short Indiana. Drowned is the sea elf down here. And then there's in, Indiana Gnomes, who's the kind of the guy that's been talking for the most part. Yeah, Indiana. So Indiana Gnomes. Uh, is this gas always coming out of this friggin' uh, dragon? Or is there some, uh, are there some breaks in between to sneak in there? Well, how does it work? The, uh, the poison comes from his breath. Not just a breath attack, but just the act of breathing. He is completely toxic. The only time there's a break is when he leaves to go feed, which only happens if the UNT are not able to sacrifice people to him. So, potentially, he could leave if he was hungry, but there would have to be a, a less people to sacrifice. If we got in released the prisoners that are being kept for sacrifice and depleted their source of sacrifice, that would be a way to get the dragon to leave its post. I don't know well, what we would do at that point. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Indy says, uh, it's possible, but you'd have to get inside, release all the prisoners, not get killed, and then maybe the dragon flies away I maybe stopping people from coming in might be a better approach or just I don't know if there's any other way to stop people from being sacrificed it's just it's up to you that's nothing I'm interested in I'm we're actually gonna go in a bit more undercover so if you happen to see us in there and we'll get back to that secret entrance in just a sec but if you happen to see us in there we're gonna be disguised as UNT so we're all going to be wearing a blue sash, sorry, a blue sash <laughs> around, around our waist. So if you see somebody wearing a blue sash, we're not your enemy. Gotcha. Oh my gosh, there's a how lot going on here. I got to write yourself? this down. Yeah, I'm trying to type quietly, but I feel like I'm <laughs> yeah, uh, How are you guys disguising yourself? So Willie here, she's actually a really good singer. 
<laughs> and uh, Willie steps up and she she goes, yeah, I've been all over the uh, I've been all over Avera. I've been playing in different taverns and uh, yeah, maybe you heard of me. I, I've been I've been singing for quite a while. You guys ever been over to Avera? Avera is the other continent that you guys have at least presumably hey, you've been to Avera, Talon, uh, Talon, but I don't, I don't know that oh, the rest okay. of you have. Yeah, no, it's been a while. Though. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't much know that the, I don't much know that the middle of the, uh, the jungle at middle of the night is the best place to be uh, singing a tune. But you know, maybe in the morning. Do not fear, I will protect us from anything that. <laughs> so, I um, need a good sleep first. I was like, novelist is just like in his tent, just like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Indy, Indy looks over at you, Talon, and he says, Talon, uh, come, come here for just a minute and, uh, come into my tent. And he, he walks back into his tent. I'll come over with Booker because I can't click on one. Sure. So. Uh, so he, he reaches down to, to try to pet Booker and Booker would know his scent. How do you think Booker would react? Yeah. Booker, like, kind of like, he doesn't growl at him, but he doesn't want to be pet by him like, sure you know. okay um so indy takes the the map of helixia out again and he says look it's it's no fun trying to to get this treasure knowing that you're around if i have a little uh let's just say a shortcut so i'll share this with you on the right hand side of the ziggurat near the Near where the poison flows, there is a hidden door. It's uh, right. It's right about there, and you'll find there will be some hieroglyphics on the side. Push the one that looks like a snake. Real easy. Everything in this freaking place is a snake. So, push the <laughs> one that looks like a snake, and it'll let you in, and you'll be in the quarters of where the purebloods sleep. If you're lucky, there won't be anybody in there. So I wouldn't go at night. The pure, the, the pure, pure blood what? Pure blood UNT. Oh, that, those guys. The UNTs. Mm -hmm. So, so you wouldn't go at night or you would go at night? He said, hey, I know. It's tough. The voice is a little tough. Um, <laughs> so basically he said, go go to the right-hand side of the ziggurat and you'll find three is several hieroglyphics. Push the one that is a snake and it will let you into the sleeping quarters of the pure blood UNTs. And uh, just hope that there's nobody in there sleeping. Got it. But that will avoid uh, quite a bit of hassle. Okay. All right. All right. So. All right. Well, before we go, I think, I, I think we, should, I, we should we should probably rest. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh. So, Indy, uh, Indy says you guys are you guys are welcome to set up your tents anywhere around here and. Uh, Shayla's taking the shift. Uh, short round, short drowned is taking the next shift, and oh, why? Why is it not coming in the tent? Okay. Because uh, <laughs> because Willie needs I her. I hate to break it to you, Nobles, but yeah, you don't smell as good yeah. as a lizard. <laughs> you also just so, don't have the rippling muscularity. <laughs> I thought I did. Oh, maybe you do, but maybe it's like yeah, you do. Maybe it's not you do, but <laughs> perhaps short drowns just not into it. But who knows? He is an elf. Maybe he. Maybe he is. Um, or maybe just a rolled low. <laughs> so anyway, 
Uh, so Willie Willie says, all right, uh, all right, everybody, I'll see you in the morning. And she goes back into her tent and lays down. Um, are you guys planning on sleeping out for the night? Yep. Yes. Yep. All right. So yeah, I um, tell the group that I've I've been around this guy before. I know him. You know, we can trust trust him. You know, up to the to a point. So we're safe to to sleep. He's not gonna sabotage us or something. All right. Well, when they nestle up in the branches. <laughs> well, uh, so you guys, there, you don't have to. You could certainly nestle up in the branches. Um, there's plenty of room for tents. You guys do have tents on you. I know that we haven't actually really slept much as lizards. Um, it's been kind of grueling. So, whatever you'd like. But yeah, right, so I guess let's, let's just set up our tents and sleep. And uh, I gotta I have said it. I am in the branches. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm asleep. I'm, I'll sleep by myself because I'm basically a big nightlight. <laughs> yeah, you'll keep everybody awake. We're definitely putting a tent over you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But on that note, is someone staying awake? Like, is Shayla gonna continue to watch? Yes. Yeah, like, is it like she was on watch? Yeah, he said Shayla, yeah. and then short round are taking shifts. Okay. All right. Uh, so you guys can all click long rest on your characters. Um, it's been a while. You'll uh, you'll heal up. You'll do all your stuff. And uh, while we're doing this, Alessio. Um, so as you're kind of settling down for the night, you actually hear a voice inside your head, uh, the voice of Nexori. And she says, uh, Alessio, deliver the orb to Elshu in Helixia. That's E-L-S-H-U. She's a pureblood, purple eyes, half her face covered in scales. Find her at the snake's bite. And you'll remember from this uh, from this spell, you're able to respond, but you can only use 25 words in order to do so. I hear the voice, and I say, Exori, I hear you. Consider it done. All right. Excellent. Cool. All right. So, uh, did you guys all take your long rest? I like that y'all got y'all are always having like weird dreams and nightmares or conversations with people who aren't there. I get to just sleep my way through the night. <laughs> the <time. laughs> Our benefits to not having like evil, uh, uh, right? The, know, like, like, dark side <laughs> and like nightmares and taunted by demons. Like I don't look forward to it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I miss. Uh, I, I, I miss his mother. Your nipples are in danger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my poor <laughs> My Why don't you give your mother a call anymore? <laughs> I think she's embarrassed by my lizard form. She's like, what, what happened to you? You, you? you got fat or you got lizardy or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's well, different now. I knew all the kids were becoming lizards these days, but I didn't know what happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's go up the bridge with you. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to learn more about Nobilis's mother, join the Patreon for some behind-the-scenes information. <laughs> That's going to be a Patreon oh perk. I, I, I want to learn more about my mother, too. Point, I mean, like, I'm the one that's like, literally seeking her out. Yeah, at some point in our epic journey, it'd be amazing to, like, all of a sudden we see Nobilis's mother somewhere. It'd be amazing. <laughs> well, now well, I, I, her voice is pretty much canon cool. at this point, so I'll have yeah, to start working on it. <laughs> 
yeah. I hope I inherited my nips from my mother is all I gotta say. So <laughs> well, that's up to you if you'd like to try to find out. Yeah. I don't all right, getting nips. us back on track here. So, <laughs> all right. So, Daffy, your, your body aches, but your tent provides shelter against the now all too familiar jungle. You wrap your tail around yourself as you've learned to do, and as you drift to sleep, tell me something that has bothered you recently. Something traumatic or important from your time as a, uh, you know, on this adventure. I mean, falling off of that cliff wasn't great last week. <laughs> <laughs> last night. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of why I'm achy and <laughs> yeah, didn't enjoy that. Zero out of ten. Fair enough. So, um, as you try to sleep, your mind is assaulted by visions of falling and you feel the, the sharp edges of the, of the jagged rocks ripping at your flesh and you kind of just, you give up on trying to fall asleep and you step out of your tent to find that your surroundings have changed. I'm going to switch to just you and me here. So the rest of the players will be able to hear us, but for now, it's just you and me on the VTT. All right. So <laughs> instead of dark green leaves, thick brown mud, and the constant buzz of mosquitoes, you step out of your tent into a psychedelic world of pink leaf trees, ground illuminated in green and blue grass that shimmers as it gently blows in the wind. The aquamarine, aquamarine ground in front of you lays down as if water were flowing over it, and you feel a stiff breeze at your back. It's now that you realize that you're not in your armor, but instead in a long silk gown, the hue of which changes whenever you try to grasp exactly what color it is. Is it green, blue, red, purple? You have white sandals strapped to your feet, and you look as if you were royalty. You walk along the path, the grass seemingly moving out of the way of your feet with every step, then returning behind you. At the end of the path are two benches, uh, interwoven with branches and leaves, crafted as if by an elven master. Between the benches is a stump of a tree. Upon the stump, a basket of apples. As you consider the sight, you look beyond it to a large tree. The bark, a, reddish, a dark reddish purple, rises mightily from the ground. In the highest of its boughs, a large owl makes itself known with a loud hoot. It descends down to the ground and begins to grow, transforming into a seven-foot-tall furbolg, uh, brownish-red fur, floppy ears, and a staff. It pulls out a pipe, and it lights it up before sitting down on one of the benches. Hello, Daffy. Please, sit. We have much to discuss, and you have something of mine that I'd very much like to have back. Okay, I'll, I'll talk with this purple I mean I feel like I just ate some sort of weird mushrooms just now with all these trippy colors but let's go let's let's, let's have a talk sure um so you go over to the bench you sit down and it's now that you realize this is the same druid or furbolg that you saw in the cave over on Akari when you guys were rescuing Tinbrit he does not seem aggressive to you um, but instead seems to sit back in his bench and wait for you to make the first move. Out of game, is this the Furbolg that we may have killed? <laughs> no, so so he escaped that first time that you guys talk, uh, met up with him inside okay, the cave? 
and then you lit the tree on fire. Oh. And uh, um. so you'll remember that. So you, let's see, just to give you a, a wide thing, not to give too much away. So you met him in the cave. He was there. There was the moss everywhere, all the random monsters. Um, there was a table with a book on it. There was uh, mushrooms in the cave. There was like that weird little spring there. You guys rescued Tinbrind and tried yeah. to bring him back to life. And then you lit his tree on fire. That's that's right. It's all coming mm-hmm. back to me. Um, I guess I just want to apologize. I mean, setting that tree on fire, probably not our best decision so um i i really am sorry for, for doing that i feel like that was your your property or something i could feel the torment in you as you watched the tree burn and i know that was not your decision but that is not what i need back what i need is the book that you stole from me Oh, yes, the book that I tried to open and read, but I I never had any success with that. I can give that back to you, but could you, like, maybe summarize it for me or give me a Cliff Notes version of the contents? I'll do one better for you. And he he looks over at you and he says the word Halix. And you hear the book. The, uh, The book slightly vibrates. And a faint glow starts to come from the binding as it opens to a page that says the wood woad, W-O-A-D. And would you like to read it? Yes. Okay. So the wood woad, it dictates a spell for creating essentially a being made from a person who willingly sacrifices themselves for more power. Um, they basically turn themselves into from living flesh into a moving tree, much, much tougher, much stronger and created with a single intent. Perhaps they might serve somebody, but for the most part, when they do the ritual to turn themselves into one of these wood woods, they have in mind what they'd like to accomplish. And when they accomplish that goal, the, the tree plants itself wherever it stands and it continues to grow from there. And he says, Tinbrind was not my prisoner. Tinbrind came to me asking for more power. And I simply presented an option. What you interrupted was the spell. Wow. Um... Well, that's a lot of information you just gave me there, Mr. Uh, Name's Pharaoh Rain Blossom. What a nice name you have. Well, thank you. I, uh, yes, I, I adopted it, actually. My name, my name was just Pharaoh when I was born, but I actually, you might, you might be interested to know, I took my last name after your father. You um, knew my dad? I did know your father. Yes, and your mother, actually. We traveled together for quite a while. We worked to prevent, actually, multiple disasters, mostly caused by the gnomes, but not entirely. Uh, For example, once in Hobblehaven, the um, town of Peewallow was almost wiped out by the Tudelo River, which runs past Hobblehaven, as you likely know. 
when the dam that prevents the water from proceeding down into the gully uh, started to crack. Your mother and your father both came with me, and together we intertwined roots of a giant tree to brace the dam while it was being repaired. Did you? So Daffy is kind of sitting here in awe just because she has heard stories about her parents. She never had the chance to, she never knew them. Um, So this is a lot for her right now, and she's just drinking it all in. He says, did you ever know your mother or father? No, and wow, I sure wish I did. Well, if you give me the book, I will not only tell you about them, but I'll tell you where you can find them. They're alive? I'll tell you everything once you give me the book. Daffy looks down at the book, and it's almost like she's going to think twice, but she just flips it over because that's everything she's ever wanted, is to find that sense of belonging that she thinks can only be found with her family. So Mm -hmm. I'll give the book. So as you start to hand the book over to Pharaoh, he walks towards you and he kneels down in front of you, and he puts the book kind of on his hand and he puts his other hand over the top of yours, and he says... Thank you for returning this to me. Your mother, Nysilia, and your father, Tehran, were both wood elves. And their last adventure, unfortunately, I do have to tell you that they have passed. But as you know, with us wood elves, or not us wood elves, sorry, with the wood elves, death is not the end, at least not for the bravest of your kind. If you look just to the south of the disintegrated peaks, uh, to the north of Erngor Zuak, uh, which is a dwarven city, and to the south of the, uh, the disintegrated peaks, there is a forest, and you will find them at the edge of the forest. Their last adventure was attempting to prevent the travesty that happened at the disintegrated peaks. Well, what's the travesty? What were they trying to prevent? So the rise of Delek, Fireclaw, the ancient red dragon that erupted from the disintegrated peaks and caused the devastation that we now know. Your parents were there, and as you could assume, unfortunately were not a match for an ancient red dragon. However, you will be able to find them, for as I told you, when particularly brave wood elves are blessed by Turasil. As they fall, a sprout, uh, a, a sapling will sprout from their body and grow into a mighty tree. Your parents' trees are planted side by side, and you'll see that their branches have interwoven, much like they did when we prevented the dam from breaking. I visit them on occasion, but as their daughter, I thought it was right for you to know where they are. Damn, this is getting at the old heartstrings here. My God. Um, I'd like to thank Pharaoh for his, his information. And I still have so many questions. Like, why is this happening right now in the stream? Is, is Tinbren someone that we need to be worried about? Like, what more, what more vital information can you give to me? He says, 
I'm no longer able to access the continent of Akari without traveling as normal means. However, something that you need to know about me is you will see, you will see me again, potentially very soon. I may not be doing something that looks right to your eyes, but you should trust me the way your parents did that I am doing what is right for the world. Hey, that's not at all <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Pharaoh gets up and he transforms once again into a giant owl and he flies into the trees. And you sit there for a moment contemplating what he's told you, thinking about your parents, thinking about anything else before wandering back to your tent which is sitting at the edge of this glade and when you wake up it is the morning so the next morning you all wake up inside of your tents and you find that potentially surprisingly potentially not the other three tents are gone as well as is the group of travelers that you met who called themselves the raiders Indy, Short Round, Willie, and Shyla. <laughs> so, the day is yours. What would you like to do? Wait, do we still have our shit on us? You still have Can all your shit any? on you. Nothing has been stolen. They have okay. simply disappeared in the middle of the night. Okay. Well, that's super suspicious. I don't like that. I never <laughs> trust them anyways, except that the Short Round, whatever. What was his name? Short, short Drowned. Short Drowned. Because <laughs> okay. he's a CL. Yes. I, I get it. <laughs> he never sure? came to me last night, so I'm upset with him. $50 bill. $50 bill. He never came <laughs> to you last night? Correct. It's Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Dr. Gnomes. Dr. Gnomes. All right, so I guess I guess let's get a game plan here. Um, yeah. Now that yeah. we're all awake. Um, so while talking to Indy... Yeah. You you have learned that you are basically about a half day's travel um, from Helixia. You waking up on this day, you have today and tomorrow before. I don't I don't recall. Remind me, because because I don't know what I said, but I know what I think often. What did I say would happen to you guys after the fifth day? Pretty sure we just transmorph back. Yeah, I think yeah, that's what I okay. after the fifth day, we return back to our normal selves. Correct. Yes. Okay. That was what I I was remembering that because the idea is that this could potentially give you a way in um, by being disguised. Um, but I couldn't remember if I said it was permanent or not, <laughs> which was an idea I had been toying with for a while. No, uh, it's so definitely not permanent. Definitely not permanent. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I can't. Like I want to be beautiful. I need my body. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, awesome. a, what, what was it? A day out from the? the you're about. Table? You're about a half day. Let's call it. Let's call it like five hours travel through the jungle. Okay. So we could we could get there middle of the day. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about our plan on the way, like, cause we we gotta figure out how we're getting in. Yeah, I think what we're doing. as we travel, like we're traveling along, but deciding our plan on. Because he kind of gave us a couple of options. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah we well, have... The sneaky option is good, but we do have glowing. Well, we, we have well, a glowing... I mean, to be fair, 
I do have the ability to at, at my level I can I can make an additional character invisible with me. So if we want to uh, hide our Chloe friend, you oh. know, we could always do that. I know, but how how long does that last? Uh, an hour. That's like that one might be enough to get into the building unless there's any trouble. Hmm. So I, I uh, will tell you that. Tell him that it's uh, why. Why am I glowing? It's so stupid. Because <laughs> you rolled poorly. <laughs> you rolled a one, and then you we rolled. Tell him he's some sort yeah. of a uh, uh, god or, or chosen oh. one. We need to use him to get in and see the bosses. I don't oh know. yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the this, he is the enlightened lizard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the enlightened lizard. I like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, we started right. right quick. So I love, I love picking up new religions. So let's let's do this, <laughs> yeah. Talon. So Talon, I would like you to roll. Um, let's say history. This is going to be you talking with Indy about the UNT and what kind of information okay. you were able to learn about them as a people. Okay, cool. Uh, whiskey with heat. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good idea. Whiskey 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 too. I love that mask. Are you going to kill that? Please kill that. <laughs> that is a My huge bottle of Knob Creek. Love it. It's a 1.75 <laughs> liter of Knob Creek. That's a big boy. I've never seen one that big. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Wow. <laughs> All right. Damn. Go for it. Okay, that better have been worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it was worth it no matter what your role is. You just I know, right? <laughs> 17. Oh, that's much better. Much better. 17 will get you much quite a bit. Much better than more. a 7. There you go. All right. Well, uh, so let me ask you this, Talon. Um, so I'm about to give you some information about this these people. Would this information be stuff? It, it's general knowledge. Would it be something that you would share with the rest of the group? Do you think? Like, you'd probably uh, come out and be oh, like, oh, I know all this stuff about them. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand it's hard to know. I, I'm more saying, should I say it just to you or should it, like, later or should I say it in front of the group? Yeah, no, go ahead and just say it to everybody. Cool. I would probably share it. Anything that I think will help save our asses and get us to the destination. Excellent. All right. So the UNT, um, they are essentially a group of, of half snake, half human people. And at various uh, kind of levels, think of it like a cult. As a new member, you're what's considered a pureblood, which means that you may be mostly human, but you might have like a couple of features of snakes. Maybe your eyes are like they've got the slits or they're yellow. Maybe you have some scaled um, skin, like the person that you heard about, uh, Alessio, is is a pureblood. So they just have some funky eyes and they have some scaly skin. Um, once you have proven yourself as being powerful you mutate and you get some more snake-like features the idea is that snakes are deemed to be the perfect creature and the more powerful that you are the more snake-like you become so you could extrapolate this out to the most powerful people are almost entirely snakes um, whether they have kind of a long tail and like a human torso or there are people who have literally snakes for arms um, all of these things are kind of what you're trying to become. And as you prove yourself through battle or through whatever else sacrifice, you gain in power. Now, all of these uh, UNT, 
they 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 thrive on this concept of enslavement and sacrifice. And from what you've learned from Indy is they're sacrificing them to the dragon. Um, that is why he is there. Uh, he is producing this toxic gas that they are um, kind of sorry. The UNT are using their slaves and themselves to make it flow basically around this jungle as a way to trap people and bring them in um segregate different groups as you've seen with the the temple of alcarn so uh, i believe that's that's everything that a 17 will get you <laughs> was a lot. it was a lot 17 is a great role yeah mm -hmm. um what should i pick so, next so hmm. i moved Sorry, to scotch I, I put some art bag grooves because oh. we were talking about groovy Weird I'm shit gonna... dreams that Daffy was having. Right, that was. Some, <laughs> a oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I love it. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna combine I what know... I had with what Alessio's having. I'm gonna do a a peated Irish. So. Nice. Right. Oh, there you go. Do I know Sorry. if the UNT are a new thing or if they've exist? Like this is a race mm -hmm. that's been around, kind of thing. Um. So they have been around for an exceptionally long time. They are probably one of the oldest okay. uh, species or groups of, of beings in this world. Okay, and they've always worked by this sort of system of they mutate as they gain power. Correct. Kind of thing. Okay, so it's not likely that the fog mm -hmm. is causing mutations within them and adding to their power. Right. And actually, I would say just, just by being by being people in this world, all of you would know at least a little bit of the UNT, um, whether you believe that they're they're real or you just think that they've been eradicated. Like, they do not make their way to normal cities. They live in the jungle or in sometimes the deserts. They are pretty much just, to get, like, in one central location, and they bring slaves in from random locations via raiding or hiring people to bring them in. So they're like chupacabra. We don't know if it's real, but it turns out. <laughs> like but there's lots of stories. Yes. <laughs> like you tell right. your kids, like you better yeah. be careful. The UNT will get you. Right, <laughs> but anybody, anybody who it's kind of, think of. I mean, they're basically they're based off the Aztecs and the Mayans, right? It's like you don't. If you found out right now that there was a Mayan temple somewhere in the middle of the Amazon rainforest, you'd be like that shouldn't exist like that's kind of the the same idea finding out that these people are even real is enough of a surprise um the fact that you're potentially about to go march into their city is wild yeah should we so be trying to figure out like i mean i guess should we just we i mean I, I, like we said earlier should we just start <laughs> heading that way and figure out what we're doing on the way yeah. yeah i would like to ask the group what is our are we trying to murder this dragon I mean, you know, I'm always yeah. up for murder. I'm good with murder. I think I'll we murder a lot of people. We want well, to I mean, end the fog, I mean, right? I mean, no, I mean Noro. I mean, Noro, you want to... This thing is basically single-handedly taking out your people. Yeah. So yeah. are we good? We are good on murder? We are good I mean, on... All of us? All of us? I'm not time? saying... Yes. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not saying we're going to throw you, like, onto his back and you just start stabbing him like you want to. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to, like, come up with a plan. I'm just saying. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, we're, we're on, on board with page. murder. Okay. Yeah, totally on board with the dragon. <laughs> board with, somehow board with murder. <laughs> I love not that. Anymore, <laughs> so there's no more fun. Or giving him Listerine or something. Yeah, you know, like know. <laughs> if you can live and like just not breathe, you know, dirty breath, like 
That'd be cool. <laughs> so, but they, we should, we don't want, we want to get access to the dragon without getting the UNT up our tuchuses. Okay. Right? That's, right. The, that's the idea. Basic yeah, idea. We, yeah, we need to. Yeah, I think we want to get to the dragon and somehow defeat the dragon. Anybody want wonder... to kill a dragon? Do we all have like a combination of spells that could get us in undetected? I have a couple options I could do, but I'm curious what you guys have going on. I just I just got that sleep spell, which could be real, real helpful. That could be yeah. useful for Not sure. Guards and such. Yep. Yeah, and I, I have pass without a trace. That's good. It's really good. Um, um, I have two different ones. One can help someone else if someone else doesn't have anything like that. The other one is disguise self, um, which says I can I can adjust my appearance. I'm reading the description now. It says you must have the same basic arrangement of limbs. However, he said something about snake arms earlier. So like, if I want to have freaking snake arms, it seems like a freaking Imperial UNT. Oh, then, you know, I might, I might do Yeah, that. one of us could, you could make yourself super snaky and then we could be like your, I don't know, bodyguard or like- Disciples. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. That's the way, that's an idea. Yeah, I like that. We can be like the ones who carry you on a chair kind of thing. Yes. But I also I also have invisibility, which lets me take it with one other person. If we do need to hide our glowy yellow friend, um, then that might be the better option. So we have multiple ways we can do this. True, true, true. Or we can make our glowy uh -huh. yellow friend the snake person, make him super special. I don't think it's, so, it's disguised yeah. self, unfortunately. Oh, it's yeah, disguised self. Never mind, too. never mind. Yeah, mm -hmm. I thought I, I had that exact same thought. I'm like, oh, golden snaky thing. Yeah. Oh, no. mm -hmm. <laughs> so there, there is another spell called Seeming, which is actually what Willie uh, cast or said that she was going to be casting on the other people. It's able to affect multiple people. Basically, do disguise self for other people without polymorph. Uh, okay. yeah. Oh, that's pretty rad. Oh, that's why she was going on about singing. Mm -hmm. Like she has to sing to cast that spell. Perhaps. I was like very confused about she's like, oh, here's our singer. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm so mad at them Like, I'm like, if I see their blue belts, like, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> right? <laughs> so let me hey, ask another question. Like I only no. see in shades of red. <laughs> All right, so let's. Uh, so we should probably get going then. Yes. So I, I don't need yeah, an answer to this now. Hard. You guys. Sorry, I don't need an answer to this now. You guys can discuss it. Is your intent, there's a couple of different ways that you can go about this, plus anything that I'm not considering. Is your intent to try to sneak towards the cap, uh, to, towards the city? Are you planning on going towards the front gates? Or are you going to do something completely different? That Those are the two kind of things I've heard you guys mention. That's why yeah. I call those out. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. I'm thinking, Nablus disguises self, we walk in, and then we figure out how to sneak and get once we're I mean, there was also that like climbing over the wall and entering through the market. I don't know if that would be beneficial to us, but there's that's an option. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say there was we could sneak in through the market area and try to, because I wonder if that way we could, if we could sneak into there, and then you can dress up as being like an imperial. UAT but the problem with that is like they're gonna like they're gonna be like wait where did this guy come from versus making a grand entrance into the main right. entrance. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. See, I worry that they'll be like we. Yeah, but I I worry that by going through the front entrance and claiming you're somebody big, but nobody's ever heard of you, <laughs> like, will be. It's a good point. It's a good point. As opposed to you're already in and now you're just wandering around as somebody big, not being announced kind of thing. Just 
the You're novelist there. wants like the grand interest. Like he wants to be like, oh yeah, look at me, look at my snake. <laughs> snake. <laughs> I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm a sneaky I, snake. I like, I like the idea. <laughs> like the idea of maybe Colin. going into the maybe going into the um, you know, to like the market might be might Thank might be you. a little bit more beneficial rather than trying to get through the front door. How about y'all go in through the market, be ready at me at the door, and I come in the big door like I like I blow it open and you're like, oh my god, it's so and so. Oh my god, I'm a number one fan. Oh, that's good. I like that actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there we go. That's clever. I like there that. There we go. <laughs> We're like waiting and we've already heard of you. But also <laughs> that means they have to see us. They have to see us and know we're there and we have to look like we should be there. Up to y'all. Like mm -hmm. if it's just you and T here and not any like just lizard folk, then we so, stick out like it's worth them. So uh, something that you guys learned within the Biscale Caves is that the, um, so, and also remember you have a bag of lizard folk eggs on you. I have no idea if that matters or not, but it's just probably something you guys haven't considered. Mm -hmm. um, you guys learned that the lizard folk are often delivering gold or riches or whatever treasures to Helixia. Um, that was actually why they have that path wandering about Helixia. There would be lizard okay. folk. Yes, there there would probably be any number of races between both slaves or possibly um, purebloods that are trying to transition, because it could be any humanoid. Like you could potentially have a, a dwarven, oh. snake-headed thing, which would be kind of hilarious. But um, that is possible. Anybody could become a pureblood if they are trying to to join this this situation. Okay. UNT is Did you more see of the a. Helixia, H-A-L-I-X-I-A. Isn't that the same word that was used to open that book? Halix, yes. Halix hey, is the name of the it. world breaker, the giant serpent that, that formed the world. Oh, as it God, is. you gave the book to the world breaker. <laughs> oh, boy. I wish I was that clear. All right, well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Let's, uh, let's, I'm let's not giving going. anything away. All right, so... Um, Oh shoot! Uh, just so as is you guys that what we're decision. gonna okay, do? Here we go. Wait, it's, so that, wait. Do we actually have a plan? Is that what we're gonna do? So yes. I'm waiting to hear that too. Novelist <laughs> is gonna, is gonna uh, be an imperial UNT typical. Yep. Uh, I, I and the can, rest we of can us. walk in like crying his praises, like make way for Lord Novelist, the snake handed. <laughs> Novelist, I need like a snakier, snakier name. Cespasifus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a damn good name right off the top of your head. <laughs> Says pacifists. <laughs> oh, so we're going oh. in with him. We're not sneaking in via the market and there to like acknowledge he already is a person. No, you guys are. Okay. What are you thought, doing? Wasn't that the idea? You and Jason? Just me and Jason are sneaking in through the market? Uh, I rather sneak. I think I should. I, I would like to sneak into the market just because I'm yellow. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. cause too much attention, and also I want to see if I run into this um, snakes bite tavern. Oh yeah, yeah, you're up hmm. to shenanigans. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the walls. You guys go in ahead, and then we'll follow. Okay, so then Daffy and Anomia are going to go along with Novelis to go in the front door. So something to keep in mind, Alessio, and it's up to you to figure out how this works. 
glowing yellow is going to attract attention. Um, so you might want to think about why that is or how that works. So, especially if you're climbing over a wall. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't quite figured that out yet. I guess we'll... Mm -hmm. Maybe we could test out some stuff off. Maybe we could test out some spells while we're on the way to reduce my glowing. I don't know. There you go. Yeah. All right. So yeah. let me ask you guys a question. Yeah, wasn't Based somebody able oh. to cast invisibility on somebody else? That was me. I mean, I, it's myself and someone else. I don't know if I could do both. That's a build oh. question. So yourself and somebody else? Is that what you said? Yeah. So invisibility, it, it, it's originally for myself, but at higher levels, I cast it on someone else as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Um, typically, the what? way those work is that you can do it to multiple people when you cast it at higher levels. So let me just double check right. this. When you cast, you cast a spell using blah, 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 you can target one additional creature for each slot above level second. Uh, second. Yes, so you would be able to make yourself and somebody else invisible at third level. Um, Wait, how fourth level? So at fourth level, if you cast it at fourth level, you can make three people, including yourself, invisible. Can I not include myself? And Unfortunately not. Okay. Okay, but if it do lasts an hour, right? I'm sorry, yes. say that again? Do I have to make myself... Like, can I make myself I, invisible? I take that back. I take that back. A creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything to blah, 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 blah. This, so it does not have to include yourself. Ah, when you cast so a spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, you can target one additional creature for each slot of level above second. So if you cast it at fourth level, you would be able to make three people invisible. Do not want that? <laughs> Me, me and so, not, me and uh, Alessio want to be invisible. Yeah, I'm yeah. not much of a I sneaky mean, guy, so yeah. I'm, I'm good. You're, you're definitely gonna have to. I mean, even if it's just me, someone's gonna have to make me invisible. I can't be freaking yellow. The whole time. <laughs> yeah, but even okay, even oh, if yeah, you I'll, had to I'll be invisible, start. we have to go in before you. So it's like, if it lasts. Yeah, you definitely have to go in before like, me, and like I don't know we have to figure out like a signal or something. But let's 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 get yeah. it going here. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Let's get going. So. So uh, let me ask you guys a question. Uh, so we're, we're nearing the end of the session. So I'd like to know what you're yeah. planning planning to do. Because right now it sounds like sounds like Alessio and Talin, maybe, are going over the wall into the market. And Nobilis is going through the front doors as a snake god. Uh, like, mm -hmm. tell me what tell me what you're doing. Yep. That's, I mean, that sounds like it to me. <laughs> so what, what are Daffy and, and uh, Anomio doing? We are his his hangers on. His okay. Two um, leaders. Woo! Look who it is. <laughs> so, Nobilis, something something to know, uh, and I hate to do this only because it might throw a wrench in this, is disguise self. Although you can make yourself look like anything, um, as long as it's kind of about the same size, the you'll look like a fairly smaller version of a pretty advanced person. But <laughs> all right, so let's go back to that seventeen, the Talon rolled because this is useful information as you progress through those levels of unt you are going to have um people who are all different kinds of mutated potentially of the normal size but as you get to like those higher levels where you'll start having an entourage you're going to be growing a bit you're going to be bigger you're going to have like snakes coming out everywhere you're going to look like a like a crazy person if you were to try what you're trying to do it could succeed I, like it'll be rolls and everything. Um, there might be disadvantage in some cases, but we'll we'll get to that when we do. But it would be weird that you'd be small, but still being like, I'm the best thing ever. 
unless you come up with a good reason for it, which you totally could. And it sounds to me like you're going to have about a week to try to figure that out. So. A week? Oh, not in game, yeah. real life. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It does say I can grow a one foot taller. Just, just. FYI. Okay. That's good to know. So, and, and Nobilis, if I remember correctly, you're a fairly large guy. You're about six feet tall. I am very, very yeah. large and multiple. Oh, uh, no, you're five, hey, six. Hey. <laughs> As a lizard folk, I'm the tallest now. And I know he was like the second tallest. So okay, saying. well, you know what? Right. We're the big Elvin, ones. Elvin. <laughs> so let, let's was. let's do this. So it's eleven o'clock. Um, let's end the session here, and you guys should take advantage of this time to talk in the backstage chat and figure out what you'd like to do. Um, I think you have a plan, but I think you guys could chat a bit more, and then we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. Um, but as for that. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here on Dungeons and Drams. <laughs> and I hope you have a great rest of your night. Um, before we sign off, real quick, uh, Noblis, you are on Matt Madness this week, right? On Friday? Apparently not. <laughs> oh, apparently not. Oh, okay. I just met, apparently my date's being shifted a bit. So, okay. but there is Matt Madness this week. Somebody is competing. I have no idea who. Sure. And uh, Adriana, you actually beat me out on the first round, the qualifier round. Um, Adriana got first place out of five people. So hell yeah, yeah nice job. That. that was awesome. That was, that was tough. Um, but uh, congratulations. Do you know when you're playing next? Uh, March 10th. March 10th. Excellent. Yeah, cool. So. All right. Uh, does anybody have anything that they'd like to announce or, or mention before we sign off? Nope. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And uh, thank you, everybody, in the chat for drinking along with us. Thank you, everybody, in the future for watching along with us. Uh, be sure to let us know in the comments. We don't hear from... We have, like, a lot of people who watch this, but only, like, uh, some people who join us live. So let us know in the comments if you're watching this and if you're enjoying it. And uh, for everybody else, we will see you in a week. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice, and be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in the lands of Domidium. Cheers.